I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. of the Canto Bite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I am okay. How are you doing? Eh. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's about how I am. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Peachy. Yeah. Not not quite as exciting Star Wars week this week. (laughs) Um, as like the most exciting Star Wars, some of the most exciting Star Wars news ever. Um, instead, it was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Then some weeks, nothing happens. Yeah, I guess. But it can't be a new Ryan Johnson trilogy every week, I guess. Uh, unfortunately. Oh, but Emily, how was your week? Um, let's see. It was pretty uneventful um my ribs still hurt that's my update i think i have a cracked rib it's not fun i don't recommend it don't don't crack one of your ribs um let's see i went to a live podcast last night for probably just about my favorite podcast in the world which is we hate movies which is very funny and i highly recommend but it turns out when you laugh you move your ribs a lot and i am paying for it today it was worth it it was very funny but i would be laughing and then be like oh my god ow (laughs) pain yeah so what did what did what did you do this week um not really much. Like on Friday, I got kind of drunk and then I saw Justice League. So that was an interesting experience. How was it? It was okay. Like I just feel like I had like a big margarita before seeing this movie and I ate like a giant burrito. So of course I get into the theater and I'm like, oh God, like I felt like I was going to throw up. <laughs> and then it was like so bad that I, like, I had like unbuttoned my pants like during the movie because I was just so full and I had to get like full relax mode so I can like not think about throwing up. But I don't know. The movie was fine. Like, I thought it was an action-packed, kind of funny movie. I liked it better than I liked Thor because I had just seen Thor, like, a couple weeks back. So, if that says anything. But the movie's just getting, like, demolished by the critics because it's, like, rated, like, 39% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I don't know if I fully agree with that. Like, there are obviously, like, really big flaws in this film, but it's not as bad as, you know, people say. So... Yeah, that's why I'm just, like, I basically have no interest in, you know? Yeah. Like, I've just, 
I mean, I really liked Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman wasn't Zack Snyder. Yeah. So I just decided I'm going to I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, I feel like I wanted to see it too to see if it was actually a shit show because I enjoy shit shows because that's what I'm not that Suicide Squad was, but a lot of people. Oh, yes, it was. That's a terrible fucking movie. I mean, it was entertaining, but it just it was really like sloppily done. But I liked Wonder Woman, so. I like Wonder Woman, but I, I thought, I mean, I don't even know if I made it all the way through Batman versus Superman. <laughs> and Suicide Squad made me want to stab things because I hate that portrayal of Joker more than I can put into words. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know what's worse, though, is the Joker or Ben Affleck's Batman. I still... Oh, I would, I would say the Joker by far. I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman is just sort of boring. Yeah. And also, I mean, the main problem with Ben Affleck's Batman is they do things like give him a sniper rifle, which is not who Batman is. He... It, there's so much, like anti-gun stuff in the Batman comics. But, I mean, that, that, I mean, Jared Leto, god damn it, he's gross. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a fun or nice. And his band is terrible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't see Justice League. I'll watch it eventually. Eh, go on, like, one of those days when it's, like, $8 a movie. Or... Oh, no, I'm not gonna spend money on it. I'll just watch it eventually. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's like, fun. once it's on cable somewhere, I'll just see it. But. Um, porgs. Porgs. Yeah. I got a new pork. I got another pork from Brittany <laughs> go along, to go along with Grumps. Yes. I got the, the male one of the same little Funko plushie. And its name is Gumps. So I have grumps and lumps, and I love them very much. And they're in my office at work yes. on my on like one of my paper trays, so that they look at me while I'm doing work, and I can look up at the porgs and feel the porg love. Don't they just make you feel so happy? I do like them a lot. They're really soft too. They're great. And I got my General Leia itty bitty, Ooh. and it's so good. Like her, her outfit is awesome. I love the itty bitties, and I really hope they make a porg itty bitty. Oh my god, I'd buy seven of them. But speaking of seven, my seventh porg uh, still hasn't arrived yet, but uh, it shall be here soon. I think tomorrow night is when number seven should be here. I don't know what to name name the porg. Maybe number seven. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. But you got you got two. So you got two new ones. This yeah, week? I got like they're like the same as yours, but I named. Um, in honor of uh, our Lord and Savior, Catherine Kennedy, I named one Kathleen and the boy one Kennedy because you yes. recommended that because that was the most genius thing I've heard like for like naming like two twin porgs. So I was really happy to see that, but I'm still on the hunt for like new porgs because they're I don't think there's really a lot they have like these like two ones from Toys R Us not sure if I want to get those ones yet but maybe after Black Friday they'll uh put out some more porg stuff maybe I want more porgs 
I mean, I have pork pajamas and I love them. And I'm wearing them right now, actually. Ooh, are they comfy? They are comfy. That's good. Are those I the like ones them. you got from the Disney store? Yes, they are. Hell yeah. I like that. Because they were on sale. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get some pork pajamas on sale. I know. I'm going to Disney World next week. So I'll keep my eye out for pork-themed shirts or pants or accessories. So that'll be fun. Except I'll, yeah, I'll miss you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So next week we're going to have a guest. Because Brittany can't be here. Unfortunately. Um, it will be... Our friend Aaron yes. from OKC, or depending on what podcast you listen for, to, Aaron from OKCupid. But he is delightful, so I'm excited to have him on, even though I will miss you. Aww. Yeah, he's really nice. Aww. I really did think he was from OKCupid for like the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> That's delightful. That makes me happy. <laughs> Everyone in this community makes me happy, so... Excited to hear him on the podcast. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a good episode, I think. I mean, nothing's going to happen because there's not going to be any news this week. God, I but... hope not. Well, it's, I, that's just my assumption since it's it's Thanksgiving week that nothing's going to happen. What if they just like surprise us and they're like, guess what? Han Solo trailer. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Here you go, guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. probably, probably we don't have to worry about that. I mean, you never know anymore. Like with the announcement of the Ryan Johnson trilogy, you never know like what what will come. I'm gonna. That's true. I I still can't believe that that and the live action TV show were announced on the same day. That's insane. Can't fucking believe that. That was just out of all days for that to be announced. Like it's just a double whammy. Bam, bam. Star Wars news. And we are now less than a month away <sighs> from The Last Jedi, which doesn't seem possible. Oh my god. I I can't believe it. This month has, because it's November right now, and this month has gone by like so fast. But there are just too many goddamn TV spots to keep up with. Like... I can't even keep up with these TV spots because there's just like a new one every day. And the worst part is, is, you know, for people who are trying to avoid no TV spots or anything, like it is so difficult because, you know, the Star Wars Twitter, they post them too. And then you're watching TV and then you see them or someone like retweets them. So it's like really hard to avoid them because I, I have no self-control. So I've watched all of them. Oh, see, I have lots of self-control when it comes to spoilers, so I haven't watched any of them, but I, I actually, I haven't watched this, I haven't watched anything since the, um, the Monday Night Football trailer. Lucky. Um, I didn't even watch the international trailer. Um, part of it is I don't, I don't watch a lot of, like, live TV, so I just don't see commercials. Hmm. Um, because I catch up with a lot of stuff through, like, hulu or or other means so i just i i don't see a lot of commercials so i don't have to like hurriedly like grab my remote or anything 
So the only thing I really see is screen caps that people retweet, okay. but people retweet a lot of screen caps and I get annoyed just because there's not like, there's not any way to avoid it except going off Twitter completely. I mean, I know I can mute uh, like keywords and stuff, but th there's no way to, to efficiently do that for stars Twitter. Cause it's just so many, again, like sometimes it's, it's simply just a screen cap. So there's no way to to avoid that, and I can't just not be on Twitter for a month. <laughs> I know that, which sounds really sad, but I can't because I'm just sort of it's something that I'm constantly checking and talking with people with. So it's such it's like a double edged sword in a way. But you know, back to like the TV thing. Like, sure, you know, like it's hard to avoid seeing anything on TV, you know, especially like the different networks. Like I watch Lifetime only because Project Runway is there and I never see trailers for Star Wars on that network. But yeah, that's not their demographic, I wouldn't think. I guess not. But, you know, other shows like if you watch something on ABC, then yeah, you're going to be spammed with Star Wars trailers or I watch a lot of football. I'm going to get spammed with Star Wars car trailers because <laughs> God, those are everywhere. What the, what what is a Star Wars car trailer? <laughs> so basically, like whatever car is teamed up with, you know, the release of the Last Jedi, they like kind of do a commercial with the car, and then they play like Star Wars music, and then they have like at ats in the background or gorilla walkers, and they have someone like swerving and shit, and then they're like, "The Last Jedi will be in theater December fifteenth." And then, like, that's, you, you just hear, like, Star Wars music. So that's a Star Wars car commercial. Oh, that's really stupid. Yeah, but you always look up at the TV when you hear the Star Wars music, though, because it sounds like uh, the most recent uh, big trailer, if I'm correct. But, yeah, I always think it's something, but then it's the stupid Star Wars car trailer. So I get really bummed. Damn cars. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah no so like i don't know i just feel like i realize the tv spots aren't aimed towards us they're aimed towards people who yeah. aren't doing a star wars podcast <laughs> but i still like it's too much it's too much stuff i don't want to see anything else yeah me neither like i understand that you know they're doing a shit ton of trailers so that you know the normal star wars fan or the normal person can see it and say hey I'm not doing anything on December 15th. I should go see a Star Wars. So that's what they do is they go see <laughs> they go see a Star Wars. But the thing, though, I worried about the box office for this movie and not like worried. Like, I know that it's going to do really well, but I don't know if it's going to beat The Force Awakens because this is like in the middle of a story. So you can't see this without knowing like what happened, you know, beforehand. So well, I just I don't think it's going to be Force Awakens just because I mean Force Awakens was the first new one in you know so long yeah. that it was much more of like a huge event. But I also don't think there I don't think anybody at, at like Lucasfilm or, or Disney is expecting those numbers either. They're expecting really good numbers, which I think they'll get because um, the Force Awakens did really well and reviewed really well, and it's you know it's Star Wars, but. I'm really prepared to for like people to see this movie and just like be like really angry be like I will never accept this as my Star Wars or those really angry people on Twitter who want to like restore the Republic or like restore like the 
not the original trilogy, but like before the Disney purchase. <laughs> oh, I love people so much. But damn, it's it's all coming soon. Yeah, and it's going to be the longest Star Wars. We know that officially now. Like we had sort of known that because of the um like some of the uh, ticket sites had a number but no one was actually sure if that number was just like a, a real number or a placeholder but yeah it's confirmed 150 minutes which is a gone goddamn movie i really hope i don't have to pee during that <laughs> i'm gonna be like really sad if i'm like have to like get up and go to the bathroom because i hate doing that with a passion like i want to sit down and have my time with star wars like we're on like a like on the bachelor we're on a one-on-one date like i i want this date to go really well that i want to go on the next date to see the next movie well no i'm already gonna do that so but uh yeah it's so long but i I love it yeah like i don't worry about like i just don't i'm just not gonna drink anything yeah i guess that's a good idea i mean i don't this is so weird like i don't i don't eat snacks during star wars anyway <laughs> at least not during the first viewing because i don't want to be distracted by food but that's like me every day although actually actually this time that might be a lie because i just remembered that my first one is going to be at the alamo which means they have real food Ooh. which is partially like okay i'm even i, I don't want to be eating a hamburger while i'm watching it but it's going to be really hard to resist like the special like Star Wars themed cocktails they're going to have oh or whatever. Oh my god. Oh, I like that. Yeah, cuz they do they do for a lot of the big releases they do special menus like they did for um the last one I saw they did for they did stuff for like Blade Runner and that's awesome. Their their bar people are really good. Their cocktails are fucking delicious. And they've already said they're going to have some sort of like special The Last Jedi menu. So, all right. Star Wars finger but food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. But Star Wars Star food. Star Wars food. We just got some awesome magazine covers too from Entertainment Weekly. So, that's fun. Yes, four of them. Four. Four, four, four. I'm scrolling down, scrolling down to see the see them again. I remember I forget what time this morning they leaked, but I remember it was like right after I woke up. Like I just saw someone post something. I'm like, oh cool, new entertainment weekly, because I've heard like rumors. But God, Max takes such a long time to like scroll down. Like if you just press like the down <laughs> button. All right. So first up we have Kylo Ben and Ray. And the the top of it says, "Could Ray fall to the dark side?" No. <laughs> this is actually probably my least favorite of the covers. They just look so angry. Like I don't get it. Like they're kind of like trying to like make it seem like that Ray is gonna like fall to the dark side or something. Try to get people to grab the magazine and like read it. But I don't think anywhere in there it talks about you know Ray and like her troubles or something. But I don't really read these. Like I I just like the pictures. Like wow, I sound really smart saying that. But you know, like I I I don't really want a lot of spoilers well, before seeing the movie. So yeah, and I know I know. Bresnikin isn't going to have like spoiler spoilers in there, but there's stuff I just don't want to know. 
especially at this point when the movie's you know only a few weeks away yeah that's a good point all right um and the big stuff the thing that's on like all the covers is (laughs) um our heroes scattered the dark side rises prepare for the episode that will change the saga forever which i mean who knows like they've people have been saying that but also like and maybe it does maybe there's some huge thing but that's such like a cliche a pr line that i'm kind of like okay i mean that's that's giving you a lot to live up to it's like almost in a way setting it up for destruction but i don't know i feel like all the like it's been hyped and I worry a little bit, like, is this going to be, like, really going to be the best Star Wars movie we're ever going to see? Like, I don't want to have that expectation going in the theater. Like, I want to have, like, like, no expectations or, you know, but, of course, I'm not going to because it's Star Star Wars and it's something that holds such a deep and special place in my heart. So, obviously. <laughs> like, I, I, I almost, there's part of me that almost wishes I had liked Force Awakens just a little bit yeah. less. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but we have another magazine cover with our good friends, Finn and Rose Tico. And that one's cute. Okay. You see BB-8, like, kind of, like, behind Finn, looking all cute and shit. But, uh, yeah, he's, like, peeking around behind him in a, I mean, frankly, fairly bad Photoshop. all these covers were but the top of it says can finn get his mojo back and then i know that kelly marie tran like posted the magazine covers on her instagram and she said she said she hated the cut no she she didn't say that she hated the cover but she's like finn never lost his mojo was that's not even possible so i thought that was cute she's adorable i love her i know she's just so little i just want to give her a hug but the untold story behind the last jedi yeah, I guess. And then we got another one, and it says, can Poe get along with his new boss? And then you have Poe and Amelyn Hold- Holdo. Am I saying it right? Holdo. Holdo, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. I'm so excited for that. First of all, I like the idea that they're not going to get along. <laughs> I like it, too. Because I, the idea of, of Laura Dern like yelling at Oscar Isaac is appealing to me. I think it'll be fun. And I want her to be such a badass. Me too. I'm really excited to see her. I like seeing more, you know, female characters in Star Wars. So I'm hyped. Yeah. And also, I'm just always happy to see pictures of Poe. Because he's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. He has like a beautiful face structure. Like I'm just like looking into. Oh, I'm looking at the picture right now. He has like a pretty face. Wow, that's oh God. That makes me sound so shallow. But he's what? No, he is. He's <laughs> freaking insanely gorgeous. Yeah, and like super talented. <laughs> so dreamy. No, he is like. I mean, he's really. He. It, oh my God, he's in um, the movie. Uh, inside Lewin Davis when he's playing this folk singer and like his character is such an asshole but also like I, I mean just seeing him like play folk guitar oh my god it's so sexy oh he sings 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's a beautiful movie. I love that movie. I recommend it if you haven't seen it. I do. Uh, it's it's pretty incredible. But... I need to see more movies. But the last cover is of oh. our favorite space twins. And it says, will Luke and Leia reunite? And then shows a beautiful picture of Mark and Carrie together. Mark looking like a crazy hermit. Like Carrie looking sophisticated and beautiful. I love her costuming <sighs> this uh, episode. Yeah, it's so regal. Yeah, and they're on the Falcon too. And just somber. And she's got this awesome jewelry. <sighs> I love it. Yeah, they are also on the Falcon, too. I could see that in the background, like the kind of hallway of the Falcon. So that's cool. Man, I I hope we see him together. <sighs> Me too. I will get very emotional if I see them together. <sighs> it's going to be so hard. But there are also some images in that magazine. Let me pull that one up. Uh, let's see. We get um, 14 new Star Wars images. I'm on the website. Uh, we see, oh, looks like uh, we get Finn, Rose, and then VB-8. And it looks like they're in Canto Bite. Yep. It says... Uh, we begin with Finn and Rose escorting BB-8 through the corridors of powerful city of Canto Bight, or Casino City of Canto Bight. Not exactly the kind of place you want to be caught wearing a grubby jumpsuit or hand men down. Hand. Okay, that they uh, Entertainment Weekly. Words. What the hell? You are professional. Words. That's, that's not Brittany not being able to read. <laughs> it's a hand down jacket. I know. I read that hand, hand, hand me down. Hand me down. Is that how you say it? Hand men down. Hand men down jacket. Well, it's not. It's not hand men down. <laughs> oh, but the next image. Let's hope I could read this one. And the master watches, and basically it's uh, Luke. You know, looking down on Ray. She has a lightsaber. It looks like she's doing some training. Um. I'm not going to read that one. Um, we have the next one, Ray and Kylo Ben. Sorry, Kylo Ren. Uh, you can see like a cloudy image of him in the background. You see her looking all like fierce and looks like she's like pissed off or something. So that's a fun picture. I'm terrible at describing faces and shit, but oh, well, you, you guys have probably seen it by now. But yeah. She's in her new, like, Jedi robe. Not Jedi robe, but she's, like, in her new, like, Jedi attire. She has, like, the Qui-Gon-ish hair. I like her hair. It's nice. Yeah. And then uh, we have another picture. We have um, Carrie and Ryan Johnson kind of, like, it looks like they're going over lines or they're, they're talking about something. So it's nice to see them two together. Yeah. <clears throat> then we have one... With Leia and Poe, like having some sort of pretty intense discussion. I'm, I gotta say, I'm really, really looking forward to their scenes. 
Yeah, I get the vibe. Well, obviously, from reading like the last like excerpt from Entertainment Weekly, like a couple months back, like that she's basically his like stepmother, not stepmother, but like adoptive mother in a way. Like she's kind of like getting him to become the leader of the resistance. So I'm excited to see their relationship because we know that she trusts him, obviously, because, you know, she was sent to Jakku or he was sent to Jakku to get the um, little piece of the puzzle from Laura Santeca. So obviously she has a lot of trust in Poe. So I'm excited to see, you know, like the more in-depth relationship between them two. The general and the captain. But lastly, well, not lastly, this is second to last, but this is the most important picture of them all. Admiral Holdo. She is beauty. She is grace. Oh, man. I love her hair so much. It's beautiful. I love, like, in her dress, like, you have, like, a little, like, slit where you can see, like, her, like, shoulder a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's great. Beautiful. I know. I love her hair. It's like a purplish pink. It's so nice. I know. Another character EW will explore in more depth is Laura Dern's Vice Admiral Emmeline Holdo. She steps in to bring a new vision into resistance, but ends up clashing with Poe Dameron, hell yeah, who has different ideas for how the war should be waged. So, yeah, they're they're going to fight. It's going to be a fun little Maybe we're going to have like fight montages like we're going to see them fighting and then we're going to see Luke and Ray fighting and then we're going to see Kylo and Snoke fighting. No, probably not. But everyone's going to be fighting this this episode. But um, and then we have a picture of the Falcon going to hyperspace. We have a picture of Ray with lightsaber in the rain. And then we have Kylo looking at his mask about to throw it. We have some gorilla walkers. And that's it for now. I think there'll be, I don't know if there'll be more pictures like in each like magazine, but these were just the pictures that were on the internet that are very nice sneak peeks. I did like uh, the images last time better because I think that obviously we knew less about the movie. Like we got to see like the uh, caretakers and did we see a porg or something? Here, let me look back. Sorry, you can hear my mom talking to my cat in the background. but yeah it's coming soon all these magazines are gonna be coming out then you're gonna see them on you know like jimmy kimmel like talk about the movie like the tv interviews and then ryan johnson's already in Paris. he was in paris you know talking about the movie doing the whatever directors do or but yeah, just doing like press junket stuff. Press junket. I can never get the words. But <laughs> oh, but yeah. Hell yeah. Um Star Wars. <laughs> no. Uh speaking of Star Wars, um Thanksgiving's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> all right it is we're recording this sunday night this will come out probably i mean probably on friday so the day after thanksgiving but here's my question because i was just uh well there's not much news this night so i'm like okay what's well, sort of related to holidays 
but so here's my question is who do you who would you want at your at your star wars thanksgiving if you're having thanksgiving in the star wars universe who would you want to have around the table um i would want luke skywalker han solo princess leia lando Wicked the Ewok, Aunt Beru, um, Tarkin, because you need that asshole cousin. Um, oh, 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 I want to interrupt you here because I was thinking about, because last week we talked about, um, like, who you would want to make you dinner in Star Wars, and now I have this idea that Tarkin is like a really good chef like Hannibal Lecter but he doesn't use oh, I was going to say but he eats people <laughs> no he doesn't eat people but in the in in like the show Hannibal which is amazing and people should watch it it was so good at least the first two seasons were but there are all these amazingly gorgeous scenes of him cooking and if you ignore the fact that he's cooking people his food is like this top of the line like gourmet just beautifully plated stuff. And in my head, that's that's now headcanon for stuff that Tarkin does. So he's like the Gordon Ramsay of Star Wars. But like, no, like super, super fancy, like insanely stuff. But or or he is the guy who like eats oatmeal three meals <laughs> a day every day of the week. It could go either way. I don't think he's an oatmeal guy. Like maybe he's like a eggs and toast, but like he puts like a little bit of Vegemite on the toast, but he puts like butter too. It's like a light space Vegemite. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think like who else would be like really good cook. We we're talking about last week how Lando probably has good cooks. Maybe Lobot knows some things. Three PO probably cooks a damn good meal. Yeah, but I I don't want three PO around because then you, you have turn to him off. Three PO. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible! Princess Leia did it in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I know. And look, I'm not saying like I don't get where she's coming from, but you can't just turn people <laughs> off. Uh, well, sometimes they turn themselves off. Like if they eat too much turkey, they just fall asleep on the couch. That always happens to my uncle during Thanksgiving. But no, he's a great man. Look, but but that's different than you knocking your uncle unconscious. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I I don't know, but I'm trying to think like who in Star Wars like would be like a great guest to have at a Thanksgiving meal. Obviously Lando because he's charming and hilarious. And having him and and Han together, obviously, it's going to be a good time because they seem like little like pranksters, or they were probably back in the good old days that we'll probably see in the Han Solo solo film. But I'm trying to think who else from Star Wars. Um, yeah, Wicked the Ewok, he probably could uh, make a good meal. I feel like you know Ewoks, they uh, you know they hunt. Maybe they eat some you know plants too. So it's like some of them are maybe vegetarian or vegan. I, I think Wicket would be good at 
making a meal if you didn't have a lot in your kitchen. Like he would still be able to make you something really good. That's a good point. Um, not Chewbacca. Finn, no. Finn would like make like an egg, but you'd like try to ask him to make it over easy, but then he'd just fuck it up and make you scrambled eggs. But uh, who who would you have at your Thanksgiving table? Okay, let's see. I feel like you want like a Krennic or Tarkin because either of them would bring you like a really nice bottle. Oh, of wine. Mando would. Um, Han wouldn't bring anything and wouldn't help with cleanup. But he's entertaining. Yeah. So, you know, Han's nice to have there. I think I think Wicked's a good choice. I, I would like to have BBA just sort of spinning <laughs> around. Like I don't like he doesn't have like he doesn't have he doesn't really have limbs. I mean he has that he little pokey out arms. thing. But but it can't like you know, do much with it. In the kitchen, I would think. I mean, maybe he could like whisk something for you. But again, I would just like to see him whizzing around. <laughs> you, you said that it's bad to turn off 3PO, but then you say, oh, but PB8 could spin around. <laughs> no, as in like he's not he's not expected to bring food. He's not expected to help with anything because he can't carry shit. But he can just, you know, be there for moral support. Yeah, and he'll just, like, beep encouragingly at you. <laughs> Beeping encouragingly. I'm waiting for that gift to come out. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I bet, I bet, I bet Poe would be a good guest. He'd bring, like, a nice, like, fruitcake or a pie. There you go. And it would be like a- Rose. Rose would definitely help you like set up and clean up. Because Rose is just going to be super helpful. Yeah. She's going to be a gem. Um, Holdo. Because she's just going to be awesome and funny and weird. Kylo Ben would have to be there too. Because he'd be that like, you know, you know, when you visit like your family. Oh, he'd be the person. Don't really want to show up, but he does. But you have yeah. to, and you just and he he doesn't want to be there anyway. But he's going to be miserable, so he decides to show up to make everybody else miserable. And he just wears all black when his family tells him to wear his nice little Thanksgiving sweater with his matching pants. But he says no, and just wears all black. And he sits down on the couch and just talks about death for two hours. <laughs> Oh, but um, maybe. Oh yeah, Kit Fisto. I mean, any particular reason? Seems like a fun guy. You gotta put. Could, you guys could have a couple beers. You know, talk about the economy. I don't know. That's true. I bet he'd get like he'd get fucking wasted with you. I mean, I've never had that kind of Thanksgiving before, but I want to. <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah, uh, nah. I've gotten, I've gotten not drunk at Thanksgiving, but I've gotten 
definitely fairly tipsy at Thanksgiving. Then that Christmas Eve. Because I have like, I have uncles who are really into wine. So there's always a lot of wine. That or, or I also at like Christmas, but. Yeah, I usually, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, my mom's side of the family, uh, we all go to, uh, a buffet that has, uh, free wine and alcohol. <laughs> Basically, it's like a buffet with, like, free, like, beer. Well, not, like, you know, you have your choices, but usually I uh, have a little bit too many mimosas and I end up, uh, really enjoying myself <laughs> and getting really loud. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, like, nobody in my dad's side of the family, like, gets, like, drunk, but. That's my dad's side, too. There's always lots of wine and occasionally, and, like, beer. There's not, not like, there's never really hard alcohol, except one year my Aunt Kate made this insane, I don't even know what it's called. It's it's some German name that I can't remember, but it would had, like, it was a punch, and it also had both wine and vodka in it. Oh, my God. And it was, like, it's like hot, served hot, and it had, like, a bunch of fruit floating in it, and it was really good. But damn, it was strong. God, it sounds like a like a cider, like a warm apple cider kind of thing. Shit. Oh, it was so good. I have to figure out what else was in it, dude. Because it was it was definitely it had like oranges and cranberries floating in it, and it was it was fairly intense. But this year, I'm doing I'm just doing Thanksgiving on my own. Like, cause my brother and his wife, who I used to do it with, cause they lived in New York, are now like outside of Boston, and I'm like, I don't want to get on the train for five hours, Aww. so I'm gonna make. I bought way too much food. I'm gonna be eating Thanksgiving dinner for about a month, considering the amount of food that I bought. But I also have some super good looking beer, and like several bottles of wine so it's gonna be interesting times maybe i'll do like a star wars thanksgiving marathon dude yeah just play it the whole day get in your porg pajamas and you know chop up some turkey i don't know whatever you're <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm doing chicken because you can't buy like a small enough turkey but do you have any like really great thanksgiving memories um nothing nothing really stands out i always liked thanksgiving because we always did like huge family gatherings and there's always tons of good food and i just i i really like my extended family a lot so it was always fun to see everybody and also eat delicious mashed potatoes and stuffing and amazing pie and stuff but I can't think of any, like, specific events. How about you? Yeah, literally the same. I feel like Thanksgiving is usually, like, a really, like, chill holiday. Like, usually, like, the crazy shit happens during Christmas. Or I've had a lot of weird Easter stories. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, like, two Easters ago, um, 
I, my mom woke me up like four in the morning and she's like, Brittany, I cut myself making doubled eggs. I need to go to the hospital. I like get out of bed and I start like, all right, like what do you need me to do? And then I'm like, where's everyone else? And she's like, oh, they want to wake up. You're the only one that did. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, my dad had to take her to the hospital. I had to like finish up like, uh, like with egg stuff. And then like she came home and then like we had to go like straight to my aunt's house afterwards and with this like big bandage on her finger because she like cut it like really deep but yeah go eggs but she's making them again this year and i'm giving her shit i'm like you better not fuck up like easter (laughs) but (laughs) hopefully she'll be fine she used this like weird cutter thing like you know how like those like like those chopper things like those really dangerous things where it's like you chop stuff easily like those commercials are like oh like here Put your tomato in here and look, it chops up really fast. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, I just use knife. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, like my family seems to mostly really like each other. So we've never like you know, the cliche is like the oh, the like dramatic like thanksgiving like family arguments and stuff and i just sort of never had that because they all get along yeah that's that's my family too we're all really close so that's good the only crappy thing is is that i have to work uh midnight to eight on uh thanksgiving but our work gives us like a free like thanksgiving meal so maybe i'll go downstairs during my break get myself some turkey do some homework and then uh, drive myself home and take a little nap and then uh, get my turkey on. But you don't even like turkey. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I support turkey. So I support everyone else getting ready. My mom feels so bad. Like, I don't know if, like, she just, like, just realized that, like, I don't like Thanksgiving food. But she's like, Brittany, like, what are you going to eat on Thanksgiving? And I'm like, nothing. But she's like, oh, here, I'll make this, this. Are you, are you going to eat that? And I'm like yeah i'm just like yeah i'll eat that you know like i eat anything but and not that i don't like turkey it just it's like it's boring to me like i want something like i don't know well i'm spoiled like christmas time we have korean barbecue so i'm yeah yeah i don't know but thanksgiving i just want like traditional thanksgiving food i mean i'm not having i'm not having turkey this year but i i went to trader joe's and i was walking around Keep in mind, again, it's just going to be me. So I got a whole chicken <laughs> that I'm going to stuff with garlic and lemon and cover in butter and roast butter. it. And it's going to be delicious. Yeah, you just like you just like take like half a stick of butter and you just like slather it all Jesus. over it before you put it in the oven. And you like shove some under the skin. So good. It helps it get like really good and crispy. And... um. I got potatoes to do mashed potatoes. <coughs> I got stuffing because you need stuffing at Thanksgiving. Um, I got Brussels sprouts because roasted Brussels sprouts are delicious and I should probably eat some sort of vegetable. <laughs> and then Trader Joe's has all sorts of like refrigerated sides and stuff and they have this delicious corn pudding. And I'm like, well, I don't actually need any more food, but I want a little bit of all the food. So I got some corn pudding and I got a tube of crescent roll dough because I want some sort of dinner roll and I got turkey stock to make gravy and I also have like a thing of 
a box of stuff to make like pecan pie bars that I'm going to fancy up, but didn't want to make from scratch, but I'm going to like mess with the recipe and like put some chocolate and stuff. Fuck in yeah. It. But anyway, anyway, that's way too much food for a person. I don't think it's enough. Like, I think that'll last you for like a week, but like, that's the best part is that, you know, you're going to like wake up that night from your food coma and you're going to be like, I want more food. So you're just going to like go to the kitchen, like heat up some of that and you're going to be good. So I highly support yeah. the amount of food that you were eating. Oh, and, and, a, and a can of, of cranberry jelly. The kind that keeps the shape of the can yeah. when you pour I remember it. that. Because that's my favorite. But no, here's the thing though. When I'm ever, whenever I'm cooking a big meal, by the time it's all done, I'm really not very hungry. Aw. So I'm going to make a ton of food and I'm going to eat about three bites of food and then I'm going to be like, eh, I don't want any more food. Especially because by that time, I'm probably going to be fairly drunk. Maybe make it the night before. No, because you want like it like right out of the oven, like delicious. Like there's some stuff I can do the night before. Yeah. But... Or like, cro- but, do you like, have a crock pot? The... Well, yeah, but there's only so much. You can't, nothing that I have really is good in the crock pot. Hmm. Like Damn. Brussels sprouts would just be gross. <laughs> Because Brussels sprouts, here's what you do with Brussels sprouts, is you just roast the holy hell out of them until they are delicious and crispy, and then you put a shit ton of salt on them, or some balsamic vinegar and some Parmesan cheese. But that's how they're delicious. But I don't know, I just want like a bite of everything, but that means I have to make like six different things. And I'll just be, that's okay, I'll have chicken sandwiches for a month. Have you heard the trend of the turkey with the uh, hot Cheeto? I saw the headline for that and I'm like, get away from me. Yeah, like I was on Facebook today. One of my, uh, some girl I work with, she uh, posted that uh, her and her family had flaming hot Cheetos turkey today. And she like posted a picture and it's like basically like the whole turkey is like red with like the hot Cheeto peppers shit on it. It looks like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I can barely eat hot Cheetos because, like, my taste palate is very weak. And, like, I get really, like, teary-eyed whenever I eat, like, one hot Cheeto because <laughs> I'm awful. But... I just don't like Cheetos. Yeah. I like the puff ones. Those ones are good. Puff, puff Cheetos. But, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, should we talk about Star Wars some more? No, let's keep on talking about Sheeta. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk. Uh, I hear uh, you're you're reading a book. I'm reading Leia, Prince of Alderaan, and I'm about a third of the way through. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know like where it's going to be in my rankings yet, but I'm enjoying it. And I like young Leia, and I really like young Holdo, who, um, as I think it was Blake said on Twitter, she's basically Luna Lovegood. Hell yeah. Like, she's just fucking weird as shit. 
And so I'm, I'm, it made me much more interested. I was already interested in her character, but it's given me a very different perspective of her character. So I'm interested to see like how she is in the movie versus how she is as a teenager in this book. Hmm. That's good. Teenage Holdo. I would love to like see that. Like every scene she has like different colored hair. Oh shit. Nice. It's so great. And she's always wearing like crazy multicolored like wild pattern clothes and stuff. I love it. And has like one point has like feathers braided into her hair. Like Kesha. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But yeah, I'll talk about that more once I'm done with it. But hell yeah. So far, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm glad. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah, because it was recently announced that they're going to do like a Padme novel. So you know that my ass is going to be all over that. Like, I'm going to read that in a day. I'm going to come back here and be like, all right, guys. We're going to talk about Padme. We're going to have like a whole episode <laughs> talking about the book. It's going to be like a book club. But, oh. Yes. But I'm glad you're enjoying Leia. Like, I've heard nothing but great things about that book. So I'm I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I like that one. And, um... Canto Bite comes out in a couple weeks. Ooh, we're gonna have it. They started to put some excerpts up, and I'm excited for that one. It's gonna be good, hopefully. Hell yeah! But it's it's so dumb how invested I am with it, just because our podcast name. I mean, also three of the four authors I'm a really big fan of. The other one I'm not. I don't dislike. I just haven't read any of his stuff. But um, Mira Grant is awesome. And the other people are great, too. So I'm very much looking forward to it. They should be really good stories. Nothing like a casino Star Wars story. I know, right? I know. It'll be like... I'm so excited. It'll be like what I hear from my casino, but like in the Star Wars galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there's going to be people, like, urinating at the space slot machines or whatever. I fucking hope so. Or something at someone at the at the tables being a dick and them having to kick him out. Or uh, that little guy that was in the, that was in the behind, not the behind the scenes. I don't know. Like, the little, the little short. The little shrimp looking dude? Yeah, the little shrimp. The little shrimp guy. I want to know who that is. I don't have a little shrimp guy in my casino. I don't think. Maybe we've just haven't crossed paths yet, but I feel like every day I see someone new there. The big casino. But hell yeah, Canto Bite. I have to get that book. Did you pre-order it? Yes. Shit, I should too. Because there, I think, I don't know if they're still doing this or not, but Delray was doing a thing where if you pre-ordered it and sent them a screenshot of your receipt then they'd send you like a canto bite pin fuck all right um did you get hardcover no i did uh i did the the kindle oh yeah it looks cheaper i might have to purchase that after after we're done 
This title will be released on December 5th, 2017. Oh, perfect. So I'll get back from Orlando and then have this little bad boy to read. But, ooh, or I can do the audiobook. Free trial with Audible. No, I don't know. I'll figure that out. But, hell yeah. I love Amazon Prime. Oh my god, me too. Yeah. It's made me so lazy. I know, like, I... I'm shitty because, like, I have, like, the six-month free student trial. And I'm, like, really bummed because, like, my six months is, like, almost up. But I keep getting emails on my, um college email because uh, for some reason like the college I'm at they're like oh here like here's our own special email address and they keep sending me things like try Amazon Prime today try Amazon Prime today for free and I'm like okay I'll, I'll try to do that after <laughs> but I should be paying for this but eh yeah go Amazon go Amazon though do you watch movies ever on Amazon Prime oh yeah I watch tons of stuff on Amazon Prime my dad and my brother watch Bosch do you know what that is? I I don't watch it, but um I I watched the first couple episodes because I have a crush on that dude. Oh sweet, uh, Titus Titus Welver because he was on the best show of all time, Deadwood, and he was also on Lost. And he's a big geek, like he's like really into Star Wars and shit, and I just like him. He's a big Boba Fett fan. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, my dad and my brother always talk about that show whenever it's like back on. Like I hear Bosch for like three hundred times a day. Or my brother's like, Do you watch Bosch, Dad? Or like they're sitting on the couch watching Bosch. But <sighs> Yeah, there you know, there's just there's so just so many like shows about dark, like damaged, like white male cops where I'm just like, Okay, I can't I can't deal with this premise anymore <laughs> that's all the my brother watches because uh he i think he wants to be <laughs> that's like the kind of joke in the house is that rusty wants to be a cop when he grows up but no uh, he wants to get into you know like law or law enforcement or something he's a criminal justice major too so my dad's a retired cop so you know we're it's something that we've okay. known all our life so we're like okay like we'll probably because it's it's come so easy to us you know like following the law and everything like with the law and you know criminal justice so i think that's why like he's like really interested in that too but a little rusty i call him like little but he's like gonna be 20 in in april but he's growing up so fast we were looking at like old pictures of us last night and he used to be like so little like i know obviously like you know when he's like four like obviously he's little but good times i can hear him like singing in the background too i got it right like everyone in my family tonight like they're all in the background and you hear them going like woo, woo. like you know, i think you can hear rusty going like woo. but sorry random tangent but i think that random tangent is pretty much the theme of tonight I hate it. I wish I had something fun to say or another putting a condom on a fake penis story, but nope. Nothing. Um, let's see. I watched some Clone Wars. Oh. It was I don't know. It was like this It's like this whole like horror movie arc 
first it was on it was on Geonosis, and there were these basically zombies and like the Geonosian hive mind queen and they kidnapped Luminaria and like we're gonna infect her with some brain parasite thing. And then the next episode is, oh, the brain parasites get on board the ship that um, Ahsoka and the apprentice of... Barris. Barris, thank you. Could not remember it. And then, like, take over a bunch of the clones and also Barris. And it's, I don't know, it just tonally felt so weird because it's just, like, straight-up horror movie plot. And it, I don't know, like not not that it was like scary, but the like the mind parasites and like that make this gross like like slimy like gross sound that just like made me feel uncomfortable. Like it just wasn't pleasant to listen. Like the sound design is that it's all like gross and squishy. And I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> hear this. This is not. It's very weird. It's not at all Star Wars. Um, like it felt. I mean, it felt in a lot of ways much more like a like a Star Trek plot, maybe because it totally was a Star Trek plot. But as in there have been like brain control episodes of Star Trek. But I don't know, for some reason in in this show, I'm just like, this is very strange. Zombies should not be in Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like they try to add like different tones to like different episodes of Clone Wars. Like here you have horror, here you have romance, here you have insert thing here. It's just, I mean, I could deal with a with like a Star Wars like horror movie or horror plot, but not. I think not zombies or like mind control parasite things. It'd have to be more like like alien where it's just like you have like a really scary like thing that you that's in you know the ship or in an enclosed space but i don't know zombies was a weird choice yeah i don't know i think my favorite part of the that episode was like kind of before like the clone apocalypse like Obi-Wan like wants to like study like one of the bugs and then like Anakin steps on it and he's like, I was gonna study that. And Anakin is like, Well, you can study the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> that was really- oh, oh, one part I really liked and I think is actually good like character setup is um they have what's his name? Poggle the Lesser. Poggle, and yeah. and they have to figure out like because Anakin and them are on a different ship but they need of course to figure out how to stop the the mind control creatures and um Obi-Wan doesn't have any luck so Anakin just decides to torture him and we don't actually see it but that's definitely what's going to happen and before they before they cut away from it you just get like basically like a line of the Imperial March music. And then it cuts to the next scene. And that was fairly cool. Like that's, that's what I do want from the show is like showing 
Anakin's descent. And that was such a nice little hint of it cuz you can you can get beh- you can sort of get behind him of course cuz he's you know he's trying to save Ahsoka. But it's still like not a Jedi thing to do. And torturing people is bad. <laughs> but that the 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 music touch there with the march was really well done. I remember that a little bit. But you know, the Clone Wars is really good at like getting like little moments of Anakin getting really angry or using his anger, or the foreshadowing that he's gonna be become you know, so evil. So that moment with Poggle, because he chokes him, right? Yeah. That was a good, I don't know. I really like seeing angry Anakin in the Clone Wars because it shows that, you know, not only is this character not perfect, but this character is like so obvious to become, you know, Darth Vader. And, you know, we can see like his steps or, you know, his downfall. So... And, you know, you're not supposed to create, like, attachments. And, you know, and I think the episode before that, Luminaro was kind of trying to tell Anakin, like, hey, like, if something happens to your Padawan, like, there's nothing you can do about it. And, like, they kind of have, like, an argument. He's like, well, that's my Padawan. Like, I care for her. And then, like, she's like, well, like, the time's going to come, like, if she dies or something and you have to be prepared. And he said something like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to be prepared or something Anakin and cocky. But I don't know. Like, he has a lot of issues. And one of them is, you know, attachments. Yeah. And I, I feel like they're, they're, they're occasionally doing, doing a good job of exploring that. Hell yeah. But um, how about how about the other Star Wars animation? How's Rebels going? Eh. I wrote a nice little montage of shit. No... Like, okay, this season was fine. Like, there were good episodes, and then there were really shitty episodes. And then there were, you know, kind of, like, wasted time episodes, but then there were, like, okay, like, I get how this is, like, this, you know, it's canon, or, you know, this is gonna lead somewhere. But basically, this episode, it was uh, called Rebel Assault. So, um, a lot of the characters are stranded on Lothal, which is Ezra's home planet because um, I forget what exactly they were doing. I think um, like a new TIE fighter was there or something and like they were trying to like kind of not destroy it or no, damn it. What was it there? Whatever. You can tell that my interest is like not there anymore because like I can't even remember like an, like an important part <laughs> of the plot. But um, we see X-Wings for the first time. So we see uh, Hera and her X-Wing and um, they're trying to rescue uh, the characters who are still in Lothal, but they're really fucking stupid because they should have known that Thrawn and his defenses were going to be like really, you know, they're, they're like, they're just a bunch of TIE fighters and Star Destroyers above Lothal. So they were trying to do like a rescue mission. So they didn't fucking realize that five X-Wings are not going to, easily go in Lothal. So obviously like they all are destroyed and Hera crash lands on Lothal and Kanan kind of uh, senses like shit. Like Hera's not okay. And then like he's going back and he sees one of the Loth wolves and they say because last uh, said something like how they said doom. Like it was like 
his like name, but he said yeah. Doom, like D O O M, kind of insinuating that if he goes that way, then something like is going to happen to him. Or do you think that was foreshadowing something like, you know, if uh, Hera gets kidnapped, which eventually she did, um, that Kanan would have to sacrifice himself to, you know, set her free. But, you know, basically that whole episode was just like, it was really stupid because. I talk about all the time how Ezra's like, oh, like, we're going to go back to the Thal. We're going to go back to the Thal to, you know, free my planet. But when something probably happens to Hera, he's like, oh, it's fine. She'll be okay. It's like, this is your family now. And he just showed little to no care about his family other than, like, his homeworld planet. But, you know, now again, talking about it, I understand that obviously it's, like, more people. But wouldn't you think that, you know, you're someone, like, in, like, your little family, like, you would care about, you know, their well-being? Or it's scary to think that someone really close to you is hurt or is going to get hurt. But I don't know. I just don't understand Ezra as a character. But um, other shit that happened in that episode, um, Rook, which is uh, Thrawn's assassin who's played by Warwick Davis, uh, he was kind of playing like cat and mouse with Hera, you know, trying to like capture her and everything. And that kind of worked because she got captured by um, the Imperials. So that was how that uh, mid-season finale ended. So Okay. So how long is it off for? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I think January, but I could be wrong. I did also hear that Darth Vader is supposed to pop in somewhere during uh, the next uh, part of the season, too. So anything with Vader, like, fuck, I'm in. So. <laughs> but, I don't know. It was just a mediocre episode. I just hate that it was so short because we got, you know, like, the double episodes all season. Except, like, this one was just, like, one episode. So it was just, like, a bunch crammed into, you know, like, one, like, 20 22 23 minute episode so that was only like my mm-hmm. only complaint but i really am excited to see if kanan really does end up sacrificing himself like for hera because i think that'd be really powerful and it'll like motivate everyone in the ghost crew to you know want to fight for the rebellion and avenge not avenge kanan but like uh honor his death and then ezra will probably do something incredibly selfless too because he's been a really selfish character not selfish but uh, Ezra I should show more kindness towards Ezra but you don't have to show it's a it's an imaginary person you don't have to show kindness to imaginary people yeah but still it's like I feel bad shitting on something so hard like I honestly think I shit on Ezra so much because he reminds me exactly of one of my ex-boyfriends like he just like just looking at him like I just I see one of them and I just want to like punch something but that just (laughs) that shows how awful I am but no I just I don't know like just like what he does and you know he tries he tries to be like a good guy but he just fucks up so much and that's just the thing that gets me is that you know he's trying to be like good guy Ezra but he is just so selfish and he complains all the time and he's given this great opportunity to learn of the ways of the Jedi but he's just like shitting on it like he almost ran off with Maul because he was pissed off that you know he caught he didn't cause like something to happen to Ahsoka but like he blamed it on himself and whatever what happened to Kanan like basically like everything that's happened is like because of Ezra so 
but yeah yeah i mean that's all i gotta say about rebels like it's okay like obviously i'm gonna be kind of sad when it's like over because i you know i i enjoyed it kind of like it was cool to see like new characters (laughs) but i'll get sentimental in the end because i know that it's a you know, affect a lot of people. Like a lot of people like really enjoy this. And I'm really happy that people enjoy this. Like I, even though like I don't really like it, I'm really happy that, you know, other people do. So, you know, go you guys that like it. So. Yeah, that's basically like my, my feeling is I'm, I'm always happy. There's something that people enjoy, even if I don't enjoy it. Hmm. Like for me, it's just sort of, I only, even really know it exists because it people talk about it on Twitter. But even if it's Star Wars, like Star Wars thing existing that I don't care about has no effect on the Star Wars stuff that I do care about. So like if you enjoy it, that's awesome. And I'll just happily not watch it. I'll just happily not watch it i'm not at that point yet where i see something like star wars oh yeah the the free maker series or whatever i i i avoid that at all costs yeah i mean that's just sort of barely even a thing yeah but i mean it it, it exists <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard anyone talk about that before no but I mean, again, we're we're very much not the audience for it. <laughs> I mean, there's someone out there podcasting about it because <laughs> they feel like they have to consume everything Star Wars. So maybe like they see that and they're like, I have to consume this. And then what if they get like really invested in the characters <laughs> and these little Legos? I think that's what they are. They're like Legos. Yeah, something like that. I like Legos. I mean, I don't think it's going to have too much effect on on the movies, so... I don't even think it's canon. I have no idea. I mean, I can't possibly care. I I don't really care much about canon either way. That's good, I guess. You know, like, I... I do every now and then, but... You know, some material that I've read from books, like, that's, like, my headcanon. So. Like, my opinion is, like, if there's a glaring, if there, I care about it in so much as if there's a glaring inconsistency, like, between one movie and the next, that would bother me. But if there's something in the comics or the books that doesn't quite jive, I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Because... Yeah, yeah, they're technically canon, but for me, in terms of canon, the movies are what count. And everything else is, you know, just sort of an extra little thing. And either it's good or it's bad, but as long as the movies are good, that's what matters. Yeah. Everything else is just a story that's either enjoyable or not enjoyable. Like, I don't get... I don't get more enjoyment out of a book from knowing that it's canon. Yeah. I don't even read the books. So like whenever I hear people talk about them, 
Like I kind of like in my head, I'm like, okay, like I guess this happened in the Star Wars universe, but mostly I, you know, watch the movies and like the TV shows and I think, okay, like this is like painting the actual story. But then I see something like Battlefront too, like that campaign. We're not going to talk about this week, obviously, because people are probably still playing it, but they do a really good job with like connecting things like to the comic books and to like the actual books. Like it's beautiful. So I can't wait to talk about that. That was a really interesting story. Yeah, you know, I plan to watch it at some point. Yeah, I watched it like as soon as like I think like last week when I was like looking up uh, the campaign. But fuck, I love Iden Versio. That's all I'll say. That's all I gotta say. Well, I really liked her in I really liked her in the book. So, oh yeah, he read that. Hell yeah. I should probably read like more books. But then again, like I haven't found something yet that like obviously like Canto by like, yeah, like I would read that because that's our podcast. But I haven't really found like any book yet that I've gotten like really excited for. Well, other than um the rumors of the Padme, a young readers or young adult novel, but I wish I could find something like that excites me. Cause I not like to feel bad, but it's just it's like, you know, I wanna get excited for something again you know yeah of course but like i'm I'm never like I, I don't just automatically pick up every star wars book i just sort of look at the ones that sound interesting to me and you know at the others if somebody like tells me that it's really good then i might read it although people told me that darth plagueis was really good and i read that and they were they were lying to me because that book is a piece of shit. I couldn't even finish it. Like, I still have a bookmark at, like, the halfway point. And, like, I tried to pick it up again. And I was just like, oh, no. But I feel, like, really bad because, like, I went through a phase where I was, like, I was trying to read, like, a bunch of old Star Wars books. And, like, I have a bunch of them. And Rusty comes to my room every now and then. And he's like, how many of those books have you read? And I'm like, oh, like, half of them like one and a half like i got the aftermath book and then i just never touched it because yeah here's the thing is i i i read a lot but i also have a ton of books that i bought that i have not even opened (laughs) like I they just are piled everywhere and there's stuff that I want to read and stuff that I was super excited to read and then I bought it and was reading something else at the time so it's just sort of like eh, oh, I will I'll get to it and then it sits there and sits there and sits there and sits there like I've read okay I've read 114 books this year so far oh my god but there's so much that I have that's just sitting there like Beside, I mean, on my bookshelf, I don't even want to look at because it's all overflowing. But even just besides my bed, it's like probably like 10 things that I bought and was like super stoked to read. And then if I don't read it, like the instant that I get it, then it's just going to sit there for like a year. Damn. That's crazy. I 
think like the most books I've read in a year was like probably in high school when like each year we'd have to like read something or like five books in like English class. Like I used to be like I used to read a lot, but I I just haven't over the years. I don't know if it's just because I'm busy or like I've lost interest in things. But like when people are like, oh, like check out this book. It's like really good. Like last time someone told me that it was like Twilight and I was like in high school, like middle school. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Then I finally like caught up on a reading Harry Potter like I, I finished most of the books. I think I'm like, I started reading Half Blood Prince, and then uh, I don't know. I think I stopped, but yeah, that was like at the end of high school. I started doing that, but I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get back into books, but for now, it's a maybe. But should we uh, get into our top three this week? Sure. Hell yeah. Uh, so, if you guys have any top three recommendations, you can email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com. This week, uh, we are talking about uh, wedding destinations. We're going to do top three wedding destinations yeah. because for some reason, I felt like talking about weddings. <laughs> We did, uh, I will say, Rashad sent us an email while the show is going on, but his top three is something that I would like to be, like, prepared to talk about. So, we'll get to those later. But where would you, where in Star Wars would you have a wedding? That's, what's your top three, Brittany? I'm a pretty simple woman. Like, I already kind of have my, like, wedding planned out, even though, like, I'm single and like I want to get married in my backyard because first off like I have a beautiful backyard and like I don't have to spend a lot on a wedding like it's just a party but uh my three so um I have like different like destinations so like my first one or like number three would be like on Hoth but not like really super cold Hoth but like kind of like Hoth during the summer like, cause you know, like being in the snow, like during a wedding, like that just seems like kind of fun. Like you kind of have like your layered, uh, layered dress with like a little coat and then, you know, <laughs> it'll be really cold obviously, but you know, you can have like, you know, fire pits or like something with fire, you know, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be like kind of cool, you know, like Chewbacca would be there. Like, <laughs> like he'd be warm. So and then uh, second is on Takodana, kind of like by like Moss's Castle. But I'm not sure if I want to have like my wedding like inside Moss's Castle because there are a lot of sketchy people there. And I don't want to sketch people in my wedding. Like I want like family and friends and that fun stuff. And then obviously. I think you could have a hell of a bachelorette party there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my husband's or my future husband's friends and family too. God, I always forget about that. But um, Yeah. I think it's like a beautiful place. Like you have like the beautiful waters. It's very green. Like when Raya says that she's never seen so much green in the galaxy, like I feel for her. Like she's used to dirt and shit and she goes somewhere with like water and green. Like it's beautiful. Like I love trees too. Like I love trees so much that like as a kid, like I would always hug trees and I would name them. Like I, I named like a tree, uh, Mr. Peacock. (laughs) <laughs> and my friends still give me shit for that. And every now and then they ask me how Mr. Peacock's doing and it's like really embarrassing, but that's me. But yeah, I just love trees. Like just any anywhere like surrounded by like trees, like 
fuck yeah I'm so down. I think that's why I love Christmas trees so much too. Cause like I tell everyone that send me, send me pictures of your Christmas trees, guys. When you put up your Christmas trees, send them to me. I love them. But anyway, uh, tree tangent over. Um, my number one, um, wedding destination will be on Naboo, uh, near the lake. Kind of by where like Anakin Padme got married, but it's like a really, it's like a really like small area. Cause you know, I don't want to like, I like, the small intimate feel of a wedding but you know i want i don't want anyone to feel like like they're not invited or like they're excluded like i at the same time it's like i want to invite people but not like 500 people that i know because i know like some traditions like people invite like literally every person they've ever met or like everyone including like old college roommates or you know people they were friends with in middle school like me like i don't know like I'll send out wedding invitations to like people I care about, but I'm going to understand that obviously it's a destination wedding and you know, not a lot of people can make it. So, you know, maybe some more like that. It's hard to do a destination wedding probably though, because you never know if like people can actually make it, you know, because it's so far away, especially somewhere on like Naboo. Like think about like how like long that would take to get like from like point A to point, point B. Cause we still kind of don't know space travel. Cause I've always, Wondered how long it took for Leia Han, Chewie, and 3PO to go from Hoth to uh, Space Slug and then to Cloud City. That seems like a long trip. Yeah, they sort of, you know, whatever makes narrative sense is how long that it took. Hmm. It's sort of hard to know with Star Wars. That's something you just sort of like. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are my top three wedding destinations. So my future husband, if you're listening, <laughs> no, no, he's probably not listening. <laughs> he has better things to do. No, it's, it's a little bit weird if he is, I gotta say. Hello, future husband. I don't know you yet, but... But if, if, if you want to marry Brittany and you listen to this podcast... Email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com and I will get back to you shortly. <laughs> no, but... um, Wedding just make me happy. Like, I just love, like, you know, dressing up, you know, getting getting you know make my makeup or do my makeup and then my hair but my hair is so fucking long so i never know what to do with it anymore like my hair length is like almost like to my butt like that's how long my hair is like i don't know what i'm it is it's never been so long before like i like it but it gets like really staticky easily now because i think like that my hair is like dead a little bit so i like might have to cut it soon but it's just so like pretty like beautiful like red hair like it's wonderful but yeah anyway uh emily where are your top three wedding destinations okay let's see i was wondering if if canto bite now i know canto bite is is not like vegas it's more like like upscale like monte carlo or something like that but i was wondering if canto bite had like Vegas style quickie wedding chapels where people run off and elope. Cause if they do, that's what I would do. Um, that would that would be one of my choices. I it's where the kind of place where you can get married by I guess whoever Space Elvis is. 
Mm, Lando? I don't know. He has a cape. But like it'd be like it'd be like a Lando impersonator. Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> what if we see that in Canto Bite? Like people like acting like they're like Han Solo or like lookalikes. Like you know how like in Hollywood, you know, they have like, oh like pay me ten dollars and you know, take a picture with uh Madonna or uh Marilyn Monroe. Like what if they have like a take your picture with Padme Amidala or uh, Jedi Master. Like, that'd be funny as hell. Oh, man. I love that idea. Um, let's see. I would get married on Alderaan. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. pre going all explodey. Because <laughs> um, Alderaan is supposed to be like just like one of the most beautiful planets that there is. And partially that's probably just because I'm reading the the Leia Prince of Alderaan book right now. But the planet is is frequently described as being really beautiful and there's like mountains and shit. I'd be down for like a mountain wedding. Beautiful. Um or my number one choice, I want to get married on Endor. Ah! I want to have a big Ewok party. I want like wicket to do the ceremony. I wonder if Ewoks I wonder if Ewoks get married. I hope so. They must have like really beautiful traditions. But Emily, if you want to get married on Endor, just get married in the Redwood Forest in California. Like I'll be there. Like Yeah, well, but is Wicket is Wicket gonna be there? I mean, I could pull some strings for you because I'd do anything for you, Emily. <laughs> I want I want Wicked to be there. Okay. Here, I'm ready down right now. Okay, so Wicked Trees. Oh wait, that's that's what I want now. You okay, yeah, so you want what else do you want? And I want them to, I, I want Yub Nub. You're, <laughs> you're gonna walk down the aisle to Yub Nub. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk down the aisle to Yub Nub, but it's gonna be like I, that might be the the what's it called? Not the processional because that's when you walk down the aisle. But when you walk back up the aisle after you get married, like the, the closing, closing ceremony, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the closing part, like the da 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 da, da you know, like that. But it's it gonna could, be yup yup da 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 da, or da, just or just da, like yup yup. I'm gonna say da, this right now. Da, 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 da. If I if I ever do get married, which I'm not gonna do, and if I have, but if I ever do, and we have like. The reception, I'm totally having Yub Nub played. Because it's a great celebration song. How would you dance to Yub Nub? I, I mean, badly. <laughs> but that's how I dance to everything. You just sort of, you do Glando's sweet, snappy thing. Or how uh, Wedge is like dancing with the Ewok. That's like my style of dancing. I don't dance. <laughs> uh no, I don't. I I don't dance. But I would dance to Yabnub at my wedding. That's good. Oh, oh, yeah. You can also um, you can hire the Max Rebo band. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. He'll. I mean, I don't know if. I mean, I might have. You might have to pay them a lot to go to Endor. But I mean. I don't think Max Rebo is getting a lot of work now since Jabba the Hutt's like really dead. So, 
he's like really dead like really dead yeah not just a little bit dead like really like on a scale of one to ten 17 but yeah but i guess i guess i guess first i gotta find somebody to marry and then we can worry about the details of my wedding and how you're going to put it together i mean if we were in the universe of um, King Tom's uh, Mendo and Mothma adventures, you could easily hop in a time machine, grab young or older Mendo, and then marry him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know who I'd marry either. Like, what if there was like a Star Wars like bachelorette? And like I was the bachelorette, but I don't know if I could like emotionally handle <laughs> dating like twenty men. Like that would stress me the fuck out. Like I'd be that girl like after like the second day, be like, oh, no, if I can handle this, and then like me like the next day being like, I'm so in love. <laughs> but you know, like that'd be so cool. You know, going on dates on like different planets. Like we're gonna go on Endor and go like speed bike or go on the bikes. And then uh, we're going to go to Naboo and we're going to get a boat. Or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so would, would, would Star Wars Bachelorette be like multi-species? Um, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'd feel about dating like a... Uh, you know different species but i mean like yeah like if we have a connection like you know you have to have you know like if we share shit in common if like you know i'm attracted to like the person and their personality then like fuck yeah i'm down you know so it could be like a wookie okay um or like a or like whatever kit fisto is i don't really like hairy men so okay chewbacca's out okay um maybe kit I don't know about Kiati Mundi. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that would hurt. What species is Kit Fisto? Um, let's ask Pablo. No, um, here, let me look it up. No, I feel so bad for Pablo. Oh, he's a uh, now Tolan. Okay. Um, let me think of like who else, uh, different species. How about, how about a clone? Oh, yeah. Definitely. That'd be like interesting, you know, like he'd probably like have like a couple of issues, but I mean like, so what? Like I'm, I'm there for them a hundred percent. Um, not Zuvio. Fuck that guy. Um no how how about Cat Bane? Um I don't think so. I feel like I'm this is like Star Wars Tinder right now and I'm swiping like left and right. Have you ever been on Tinder? Yeah, I sort of on and off and then I'm like, ugh, I don't want to talk to anybody. Aren't people shitty? Yeah. Like I always have phases where it's like, I think I'm ready to date. And then I go on Tinder and I'm like, I'm like talking to someone and then like, I'm like, this isn't going to work. And then I just like delete the app. Yeah, that's what I do. I do that with like, okay, keep it too. Basically, I just need like a friend to be like, hey, you should go on a date with this person. Me too. 
I know. I wish I knew people in New York so I could be like, hey. <laughs> hey, Emily, I know this really cool guy. He looks just like Mendo. <laughs> Is it Ben Mendelsohn? Do you actually know Ben Mendelsohn? I wish. I really wish. That'd be, like, really cool. I don't really know. I know a guy that was um, friends with uh, the guy who played Jar Jar. Okay, that's not as exciting as knowing Ben. <laughs> I mean, but it's Jar Jar. Okay. All right. We have an email. We should read it. Okay. Because um, Ed sent us an email. Ed! Hi, Ed. Um, okay. All right. Another TV series idea and more. Woohoo! What is up, Canto Bite Ladies? I love the show. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think tonight is not a good representation of that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, in light of all the Marvel TV series following those with superpowers trying to be vigilantes, what would you guys think if Filoni and Lucasfilm decided to make their live action TV series to follow a vigilante type character? that starts out as a street urchin and discovers for the first time he or she has force powers. Maybe lives on a backwater planet where the force is taboo and running from law enforcement as well as dispensing justice against criminals. I have a fear, unless they do it right, that they may do something with Ezra, like it goes after Thrawn and the unknown regions. And what do you think if it'd be like having a big Thanksgiving feast with the gross ghost crew and revels. Who would make the drinks? Who would cook? Who would bring the dessert? Eat the most? Get the most drunk? Great show, ladies. Ed. Um, Ed does a podcast called Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Here. I'll need to just make sure so like we like say it in confidence. Because right. I just uh, haven't I you know, I have subscribed to it, but I want to get the actual title so that people can look it up yeah scruffy looking podcasters okay check out his podcast it's good oh they like look so happy in their like picture it's like three of them that do it that's like so fun like three good friends three scruffy dudes podcasting about star wars news speculation and more sounds like a damn good time but i was already writing notes on um the character's in Rebels, like, who would do stuff, but... Um, okay, because here's the thing is, I don't watch Rebels, so... That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I don't know about Dave touching anything with uh, live-action Star God, Wars. I hope he doesn't do it. Like, I... <sighs> Dave. Dave. Like, I feel really bad, because, like, I bet Dave is, like, a really great person, like, to me. Like, he's probably, like, the nicest person. You know, with him and his cowboy hat, with his wolf shirt, like, he just seems like a really, like, kind guy, but I just feel like, you know, lately, stuff with him and Star Wars hasn't really gone well. But, I feel like I'm being, like, too critical, but um, thinking about the vigilante-type character, that kind of reminds me of, like, the 1313 for some reason. So, I'm down for, like, that kind of plot. I don't know how, like, Dave doing it, like, would... I don't know. I think there'd be any plot. I think they'd have to bring someone else in to help Dave so that, like, there can actually be a plot. And character development. 
which I say that in like the most sincerity, like that's how sad it is that like, that's how serious I am that, you know, like I want there to be like more than just Dave because I want this character to have like development. I want there to be other characters. I want there to be an actual plot to the series. I want each, you know, episode to have like some sort of like significance and not just, you know, like two characters, you know, going, going to get some fruit, you know, like I, I want some seriousness and I want some, obviously, like, I want some silly shit too. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know if I want Dave to touch the live action series, which unfortunately, like, I I have a feeling he's going to. Yeah. I mean, really, they should just hire me. But. I've been trying to spam Lucasfilm for a past, like, week. I don't have a lot of experience. But. (laughs) No, but I, Ed, I do, Ed, I do like your idea of being from a, from a planet where the force is taboo that's actually a really cool idea i'd like to see something like that in star wars somewhere where you're sort of seeing the force but not the jedi and just sort of like different different people's takes on what the force is and the idea of it being on like a planet where it's like a bad thing is really interesting yeah, like, you know, people, like, thinking, like, where they think the Force is, and, like, it's not actually, like, I would love, like, people, like, I don't know, if like, they see something, and they're like, oh, that's the Force, and it's, like, just, like, a rock, like, moving or something, or it's, like, the weather, like, the weather changing, like, they think it's the Force, like, they think that it's, like, an actual religion, so they, like, they pray to the Force, but, but you could have, yeah. like, you would have it, like, where the Force is viewed, like, witchcraft, Oh yeah, that too. Well, something where they something where they believe in the force, but but think it's it's evil. Oh, so like they would burn you on the stake if like yeah. What if like the weather changes and like they blame it on this random guy and they like burn him? <laughs> like, that would fucking suck. But I think you could do some cool stuff with that. Oh, I know that'd be like a really dark series. Like I'm ready for Star Wars to get a little dark. Yeah. But then again, on this Disney streaming service, I don't know. Well, it just sort of depends what they decide their audience for the show is. Yeah, it would be really hard to do something like PG-13 on something like Disney. But then again, like they're going to have like uh, they're going to obviously have uh, Rogue One. But I'm thinking because you know how YouTube has like the YouTube app for kids and then like the YouTube app. but you know, some of those like really like gross shows like kind of get on the kids app because there's this big thing going on right now. Like, you're have you heard of the Elsa Gate? No. So basically, I might be explaining this like totally incorrectly, but there are these YouTube creators that are making these like Elsa and Spider Man videos where they're like doing like really disgusting shit, and unfortunately, like kids are able to see this because like if you're watching something with Elsa, it's gonna like switch to this video, okay, and yeah. they're doing like really gross things like drinking their own piss, uh, you know, like kind of like BDSM, like really like stuff that kids should not be seeing, and that's what's kind of like going on with like YouTube right now is that you know like they have the kids app for like kids shows, but. You know, like, not all of that is 100% like for kids. Well, yeah, but I mean, the Disney apps, it's not, I mean, it's not like user generated stuff. 
But and so then, I think I think it, it depends what they want their app to be. Like if they want their app to be an actual competitor for like Netflix and Amazon streaming, and you know they're doing like the Marvel movies and stuff, then maybe we'll see them do not. Yeah, I, I mean I don't think they're going to do anything like like HBO style, like hard R rated stuff. But you could. I'm. I'm hoping at least something more adult than than Rebels. Yeah, Rebels is just too ch- not child. Yeah, childish for me. Like no, there are yeah, some, but it is. It's it's a kids show. It's supposed to be childish. Yeah, I know. But it's like Rebels was that like that perfect kind of. I don't know, like Rebels had, or not Rebels, Clone Wars had its moments, but then again, you know, it's just being me being picky. It's me being like, I want this to be something that it's not, and I'm complaining because, you know, you complain about the things you love. Like, I don't know. Very, being very critical. I'm sorry, Star Wars. But, um, all right, I'm going to talk about the... Feast with the ghost crew. Who would make the drinks? So, I think that Cannon and Zeb would be, like, in a mixture of this. Because I feel like Zeb is, like, the kind of guy that likes his, like, craft beers, but would drink anything. And Cannon, I feel like he would just, like, pour a bunch of, like, vodka and something. And he'd be like, all right, let's drink this. And then uh, Hera would cook. Sabine would bring the desserts. Because maybe, like, Mandalorians, like, that's, like, their specialty is, like, desserts or something. Um, I think it would be a mixture of Kanan and Zeb drinking the most, but then little shit Ezra will like try to sneak the alcohol. Like he would like try when everyone's like not looking, he would like try to sip it, but he'd be that really annoying person who like drinks one like sip and it's like, Oh my God, I'm so drunk. Like that'll be Ezra. Yeah. And then, um, who will eat the most? Um, probably Zeb would eat the most. Um, I know that Chopper doesn't eat too, but I know that Chopper will like either like drink too much uh, oil. I don't know. Like if if droids can get drunk too, like maybe there's like a certain oil that they could drink that like makes them drunk. I don't know, but like Chopper, Chopper's a very problematic droid, but I love him. Like I think Chopper's like the ghost character that like I can stand because like I get it like like Chopper he went through like a dark past like basically like um there was like an episode of the uh of Rebels bless you that um basically Hera was talking about how like she found um uh, Chopper at a young age because uh he crashed because I think it was like during the Clone Wars or. God, I've explained this terribly, but he was basically like a veteran of the Clone Wars. And like he has like flashbacks sometimes. And in this recent episode, he kind of had like PTSD a little bit. And it's like you kind of understand like the eccentric of uh, Chopper because like, you know, he's damaged. He's he's a damaged little droid, but blah, 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 words, okay. words, words. But um, <laughs> God, sometimes I'm just really... <laughs> really shitty at explaining things like i have that's why i have to like write shit down because like if i don't go off like my notes i'm just like um yeah blah, 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 blah. but that's basically this whole episode of going like blah, 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 or just me but um yeah 
that's Thanksgiving for the ghost crew. And then they all kind of fuck up because that's what the ghost crew does. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for your email, Ed. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for answering our call for last minute emails. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and thank you to Rashad, too, even if we're not doing it this week. Yeah. Hi, Rashad. But that's, yeah. That's just, I need to repair for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd also listen to Rashad's podcast, Will Communication. Yeah, I highly recommend it. W-H-I-L-L Communication. It's about comic books. It's good. He does that with Justin. Justin's cool, too. Yeah. Hi, Justin. We like Hello. you, too. Yeah. Hope you have fun at Disneyland today. Keep it up. Proud of you. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like I should apologize for this episode. Yeah, me too. Um, look, they can't all be winners. No, I'm too demean to our podcast. No, but. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, like the listeners, they got to know us a little bit. Like they found out that like I like to have fantasies about weddings and, you know, you make some bomb ass turkey and Thanksgiving meals. So fuck yeah. Yeah, there we go. But if you do, if you do like our podcast, which if you're still listening at this point, God bless you, you must really like us. <laughs> you should rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us a lot. Give us, you know, a sweet five-star rating. Yes. Definitely do that. You can follow us on Twitter at CantoBitePod, where we tweet about things. Like our podcast and poor pillows and things that are cute. Um, you can email us top three topics or questions or thoughts or theories or whatever you want at cantobitepod at gmail.com. Or if you want to marry us. Yeah, if you want it. Well, no, Brittany, that's <laughs> just you. If you want to marry Brittany, email Brittany. Yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at EFLind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. And you can follow Brittany where? On Twitter as CantoBrit and Instagram as Brittany with an I, the ginger. But it's not like it's Brittany, like B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I, the ginger. Not like actually Brittany with an I, the ginger. But because I'm really worried that if people try to search me on Instagram and they're like, wow, I, I can't find Brittany. She's lying to us. Like, I'm not lying. Like, I actually have an Instagram. The last thing I posted was me with uh, pineapple and Canadian bacon. That was when I only had two porks. Now I have seven. That's how long ago I posted on Instagram. I can't believe you have seven porks. I mean, you know, like once you have like one child. And you realize you want more. But I know that it's becoming too much because I, whenever like I move my blankets around or something on my bed, like a porg just pops up. And then um, I have Dave on like my counter and he's wearing um, little Star Wars uh, R2-D2 Mickey Mouse ears. My mom walked in my room and she saw it. She's like, that's funny. I'm like, yeah, Rusty did that because he tweeted a picture of that to Ryan Johnson. I don't know why, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I have seven kids. Anyway. Yeah. That's our podcast. <laughs> um, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, if you're listening in the U.S. Yes. 
If not, I hope you have a good Thursday. Yes. Um, Brittany's going to be gone next week, and we'll miss her. Oh, I'll miss you too. I'll send you a really nice voicemail from the airport. Or if I'm yeah, actually... send us a voicemail. Yeah, or I'm, I'll send you like five. All right, because we're not going to have any Star Wars news to talk about, most likely. I hope not, so... <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.